This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Working, the podcast about what people do all day. I'm Jacob Brogan. I confess that I've never taken great care of my nails, so I was excited to chat with this week's guest, nail technician Vivian Cam. Cam has been working in the business for more than a decade, and she currently operates out of the cleverly named Nail Saloon in Washington, D.C., a uh, nail salon where you can also get a drink. She talked to us about working with her clients to make sure that she provides the right services for them, told us a little bit about how she does her own nails, and really led us through the structure of her days. We also chatted with her about nail art, and she discussed some of the elaborate designs, including some seasonally appropriate Halloween images that she paints onto willing customers' fingers. And while we only have audio to offer here, we'd encourage you to check out the Instagram account that she maintains to show off her work. We'll give the handle for that account at the end of the episode. Then, in a Slate Plus Extra, Cam tells us about working with the nails of her occasional male customers, such as me, perhaps though I didn't get my nails done during the episode. If you're a member, enjoy bonus segments and interview transcripts from working, plus other great podcast exclusives. Start your two-week free trial at slate.com slash working plus. What is your name and what do you do? My name is Vivian and I'm a nail technician. What does that mean? What What does it entail to be a nail technician? A nail technician can, I mean, take care of your nails. A manicurist, originally, is just nails. But nowadays, business forms into more than nails, which is taking care of your skin and taking care of your feet and polishes and, like, being healthy and everything. Why is it important, do you think, to have really good-looking nails? Oh, yeah, it's important. Um... It's, it's women's, it's beauty, it's girl thing. It's, you feel more confidence on your nail. You know, everybody move around with their nails. If you're giving speech, if you're holding hands, if you're showing your hands, you're showing your nails. You'll feel more way more confidence when you have your nails done. So we're right now we're seated at a long bar that runs almost the full length of the establishment. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this where most of the, the work happens? It looks like there are a whole bunch of different stations here. So we um, keep it really simple here at the nail saloon. There's 
only pedicures and manicures. So then pedicures will be all along the chairs over there, mm-hmm. and then manicures will be along this bar. Um, so the those concept, chairs are little footpaths. It looks like. Yeah. So the pedicure, the the difference between this one and the other one, because their main um, priority is they put the sanitize and safety in the top. So all the tools is one-time use, and then they will have um, this lining wrapped around the bow, and then you put your feet in there, and then you throw it away. So then you're not sharing with anybody. And we have this concept. Uh, it's a different concept. Uh, you know, comparing to other salon with this long bar is because it's a saloon. They also serve drinks and stuff here. Drinks, cocktails, coffees and teas and waters, sparkling water, everything. So we have this kind of like a bar looking with the chandelier so then the clients can enjoy their moments and not just here to get your beauty done, but we host a lot of parties like bachelorette party, birthday, so there is space for you to have your drinks and sit and chit-chat with your friends and just more spacious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have regular clients or is it just whoever comes in that day? Do people come asking for you? Oh, yeah. Uh, so I have a lot of um, my requests on clients and I do more about nail art. So a lot of my nail art clients comes in and look for me and it's just people like you. They come and ask for you. Can you tell us a little bit about that, uh, about nail art? So nail art is actually an art. It's not something that everybody can do. Like here, we have 22 technicians, but only two technicians does nail art. So all the clients that comes in that request and require nail art has to be booked under my name. Or and we have another technician over there that is, because it's an art thing. It's not everybody can do. And even if they're trying to do, it not, might not turn out the same. So it's like an art in you. You draw on nails to make them look pretty. What do you draw on them with? So we have our own um, small little brush and tools, dotting tools, all the colors and polishes, acrylic paint and everything. And it's just putting the whole portrait into a small little nails. And I also have my own Instagram page, just feature all my nail art. If our, if our listeners wanted to find your Instagram page, where would they go? Go to Instagram at Vivian Nail Art, spelled double I, so it's V-I-I-V-I-I-A-N, Nail Art. So can you tell us about some of the pieces from your Instagram, uh, some, some nail art that you've done? Yeah, so I try to keep it up to spirit. Like, this is October, it's fall, it's Halloween's coming, so I will try to do Halloween designs and um, autumn colors. So, so what's, what's this one here? What do you, um, what did you do on My recent one ones? that I just put up is like a spooky owl face head <laughs> <laughs> with an autumn color. So I always use orange and black, which is, you know, always represent for the Halloween. It looks Halloween. like each nail is different on a given hand. Yeah, so I try to do them different so then you don't get bored with this instead or like too much. So there's, again, accent nails. Were these your nails or was this a, a customer? This is one of the technician here, nails, uh-huh. where, you know, when we have a downtime and then I borrow their nails and then I'll be like, hey, let me do a design on you. And then I take a picture. But then most of all my work is from clients, too. This is some of the client that I done and mm-hmm. she have a gorgeous ring. So I'll be like, oh, can I take a picture? She's um, bright to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, can we see some more? 
what did you do on this one here? It looks like trees? Yeah, it's just an autumn tree. You show the changing leaves on yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. How long did it take you? To, these are really elaborate little trees that are on each of these fingernails. How long did that take? This design looks pretty complicated, but it takes me, I would say, two minutes to do everything. Two but minutes to do all of those? Yeah, all because all I do is tap on the color. Okay. Yeah, and I have a brush to do that, so I just have brush and tap, 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 tap on. And do you do if you have a, a color that you're using on each nail? Do you do that color on each nail? So I have on? this for this um, design. I have the white uh, background, mm-hmm. and then I just draw some lines of uh, brown, and then for I the tap. Of the tree. Yeah, for, and then um, I tap the yellow and that's the leaves. Yeah, orange and a little brown on, and it's it's very fast on tabbing. When you say two minutes, is it two minutes per nail, or or two minutes to do all ten nails? I'll say all ten nails. I'm pretty quick at it. Wow. This one looks more complicated, but it's very fast. But this one looks very simple, but it takes way longer time than that mm-hmm. because it's lines. I want to make sure the lines is perfect, so I spend more times on the lines. There's some design that needs a perfection look especially line design you have to spend time to make sure the line is straight they're even they're fine uh, they're the same but for designs like the tree it you know this has to be the same it can be different if you mess something up while you're working do you have to start all over you have to just erase everything on it, that nail it depends because it's, it's it's hard to say it depends on what kind of mistake is it but most of the time, I, I fix it. But the only reason why I have to take everything again is when the client bumps her nail on something and messes the whole thing up. Mm-hmm. That's when I have to take it all off. But if I mess up on a design or something, that's I fix it up on my uh, skills, mm-hmm. how I can move things around. Is there one that you're especially proud of? Yeah, I'm proud of this butterfly design because it takes it's pretty detailed. It takes me a lot of time. And I think it turned out good. <laughs> What did you? It looks like it took hours. How long did this take? Uh, you've got tons of different colors. These very I elaborate say, little butterflies. Um, Tiny dots on their wings. I I don't really look at time when I do stuff, but I'll say this one total everything like thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If someone's looking to do nail art, what's the easiest way to get started? What's the first thing that they should start doing? Dots. So a new newly technician who wants to learn nail art the most thing they will do is dots because that's the easiest uh, nail art that can turn out you can turn the flower into five petals and dotting the five dots in there with another dots in the middle creates a flower but um that's for the beginner that's how i started too five dots and one dots in the middle that is like a traditional look of a nail art starting with everybody who's just starting are you trying to do any more challenging designs right now yeah so i try to like draw an actual portrait on the nails let's say if you draw a portrait on the sketch on the paper you put that into a nail so i can transfer like the whole scenic into a nail let me see if i can find a picture so this is like an angry bird uh character Mm-hmm. that I put in the nail art. So Was this for a kid or an adult? I mean, it can be both. This lady has really long nails where she likes Angry Bird. That's when the Angry Bird is, is really hot in the 
um, out. So then I I'm trying to put and I can put any cartoon characters in there, and that's that's what I'm trying to be better at is drawing any characters on the nails. Like I have this despicable minions nails. <laughs> Little minions, yeah. Yeah. Or is that sketchers? Fo- footballs? Is that uh, oh oh shoes? I shoes? Got yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or um, penguins. Can I see the penguins? Oh, they're cute. I love them. Yeah. So you don't just draw like you know scribble things on the nail, but you can create something that when people looked in and know exactly what's that on the nails. Instead of just some scribbling lines around. What's your favorite thing to draw or to paint on someone's nails? I like everything, but I'm more specialty on floral. Do people usually come and say, hey, do this kind of floral design for me, or do you just get to do whatever you want? Uh, No, it depends on the clients. Some clients want specific things, so they will bring in a picture where they find somewhere on the social media, and then I'll match it. And if some clients, they have no idea what they want, they're going to be like, oh, like I want something. Like they just describe exactly what they want, and then I'll just make it up just like a tattoo artist. Can you describe your nails to us? Do you do your nails every day, or how often do you you change your look? Uh, I change my look every, like, three or four days, and my nail is very long. They're natural. A lot of people think it's fake, but it's not. It's real. So um, I don't have uh, any design on today, so... But uh, but you do have some color there. Yeah, I do have colors. And some sparkly uh, paint, it looks like. Yeah. I mean, I have the... I try to be spirit with the autumn and the Halloween look, so I have this orange and with the accent nail with the little glitter on. What's an accent nail? An accent nail is, um, so traditionally, people will have all five fingers with the same color. But, you know, nowadays, there's people can have changed a new look and will go for accent. So we will have one or two nails in a different color, but it's still in the same family of color. So it can be a lighter or a darker color. It depends on some people can go glitter just to make something different and a little pop-up. It's just like a new style. Yeah. Do you chat with your customers while you're working with them? Oh, yeah. Communication is a big role here. Clients like to talk, but not all, because some of the clients comes here just wants to relax and you know, space out. A lot of them comes with a computer or a laptop, uh, sit and work. A lot of them comes and read the magazine or the books, or they just prefer quiet. So it really depends on the client. What's your favorite thing to chat about with, with a customer? I mean, you can always get out of things to talk about. But since I have kids, uh, my daughter is three years old. And this is a salon where it's non-toxic. And we have a lot of pregnant women comes here, a lot of children. So I meet a lot of motherhood. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to the topic of the kids, I can go on and on all day. (laughs) But if it comes to a topic about political, then I'm done in five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. So it's easier if you can find a connection or something. Yeah, of. so it's it's a connection, and everybody have a different connection. Like mm-hmm. if if somebody don't have kids, they can't talk about kids, yeah. you know. And if somebody is into political, then they can go on and on with their project. So it really pe- depends. So that's how you find your um, return clients is when they feel like they have um, something common with you, where they can have a, a connection with you that they want to talk about, or they they feel like they're attached, and they they'll come back and. and and chat with you because they feel like oh you know you like them do you ever have to like struggle to remember what you talked about with a client a previous time oh yeah i have really bad memories so that's that's one thing that's not good about me which is i'm not good at remembering their names sometimes they come in here they talk to me like two hours straight like i feel like they know them for life and then i forgot their name and the next time they they might show up in like another three months and then they'll be like oh hi Vivian I was like hi but seriously I don't remember their name <laughs> <laughs> like they have to come back to me more than three times I believe in order for me to like actually recover everything and remembering their names and exactly who they are but it's if it's fault, like the you first see dozens or, of people in a week it sounds like yeah but I, I mean I do feel bad I really feel bad sometimes when I feel like they remember me, they have the connection with me, but then I forget their names. Do customers know what they want when you get here, or do you decide on a look together? So there's a lot of clients who's very easy. They come, they know exactly what they want. Okay, I want red, pick me a red. And I was like, okay, this is a good red. They're like, okay, let's go for it. But there's um, some clients who comes in who don't know what they want, and they will take, you know, 15, 20 minutes on deciding what color to get or we have to try on like 10 nails full of different colors and they still don't know what they want. So we have a lot of undecided clients. So then we will sit and um, talk about and sometimes I do draw a sketch for them. So okay, if you get this, this is how it's going to turn out. If you get this, this is how it turned out. So then we kind of work together first to see how it is and then they'll come up with a solution what's the most complex design you've ever painted on someone's nails um the most hard designs it's not hard but it's just a little challenge is when a little kid's about three to four years old their their nails is the size of a small piece and they draw want to draw a fancy butterfly or like a spongebob or a, a spider-man on it which is I mean, it's 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 possible, but it's impossible. So I always try to talk them into something more simple, instead of painting the whole Mona Lisa on their small little fingers. Do you have to use uh, like a really tiny brush or something for that? Oh yeah, very tiny detail brush, uh, pointy. We have all the tools in the world. How do you finish up a session with someone, and what after you've cleaned up their nails, painted their nails, maybe put a design on it? What are the last steps before someone gets ready to leave? So um, after we finish all the polishing, we'll have a top coat to seal everything up. And um, here in the nail saloon, we have a really good quick dry drops. So when you drop that on, it will um, make the process faster on the drying. So then I always tell my client just to make sure sit and, you know, hang out 15 to 20 minutes before they mess it up. And a lot of client is really good at sitting, make sure it's dry before they leave. But, you know, we, we have a lot of clients who's in a rush who's not impatient and they and then they will 
mess the polish up and they'll come back like, oh, I messed my nails up. You've been listening to nail technician Vivian Cam. In a minute, Cam tells us about how she got started and what she does during a typical day. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. So how long have you been doing this work? I've done this 12 years. And how did you start uh, as a nail technician in the first place? When I was in high school, I have a boyfriend. And then uh, his mom has a nail shop, which is next to my high school. And, you know, when I, like, have time, and then I just go into the shop and help her out. And that's how I start. She show me and teach me and stuff. So that's where I get the experience from. And after I graduate my high school... You know, you need a job. So you start working at all the other salons, and then you start getting your license and everything. So that's how I start. Are there things that people do wrong when they first start working on nails professionally? Any mistakes that you made that you don't make anymore? Oh, yes, a lot, a lot. But the biggest, most dangerous thing is cutting clients bleed badly. Mm -hmm. That's the worst thing ever. Yeah. Um, And I used to do that. That's what I used to run into when I just first start working. You you can't control of your nippers and you don't know how much to cut. So you keep cutting, cutting until it bleeds. Mm. And the next thing is you get in trouble. (laughs) Yeah. When someone starts bleeding, what do you do? That's when you have to know how to stop the bleed. We have this antiseptic solution. Uh, it's called liquid uh, styptic skin protector. So you drop that on a nail, and it will stop the bleeding right away. That's the first thing to control the bleed. And the next thing is work out with the client before they go crazy on you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do now that I mean keeps people from bleeding in the first place? Skills, 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 skills. It takes a lot of practice. It takes you a long time to build that skills up. It's not like a one or two week things that, you know, you don't make those mistakes anymore. So was your training then entirely informal? Was there any formal training? Yeah, I mean, after that, um, you have to maintain the skills in the salon, but then you have to go to the school to get your license and your hour and everything. So. You have to do a certain number of hours before <laughs> you receive your license? Yeah. Is there an actual test? What was it like studying for that? Yeah, it's a hands-on test and also a practice test. You study a lot about chemicals, and um, you have to study the type of skin, the type of nails, and all the tools. They're focusing more on the sanitation. Mm-hmm. So in the nail industry, sanitize is the biggest role. Like It's the most important things. And I feel like that takes up all the learning in the school. It's all about sanitize, like to make sure you don't cut other people, how to stop the bleeding, and how to prevent infections. So it's about safety and yeah, care. Yeah, safety and care. And then um, you go in school and then you practice for your skills. 
Can you tell us a little bit about where we are today? Uh, is this where you work every day? Yeah, so I'm working at the nail saloon now in Washington, D.C. Uh, this is the only non-toxic saloon in D.C. They carries five free polish it's just better because it's not chemical mm-hmm. we make our own scrubs here which is the sugar and the salt scrub mm-hmm. we mix it in house just the salt and oil and just the sugar and oil what are these scrubs for <laughs> so the scrubs is to exfoliate your skin so when Facial we do skin hands where? no we only do pedicures and manicures okay. so pedicures we will have salt scrub and that will exfoliate your dead skin on your feet and on your legs and we mix that in-house, so then there's no chemical involved, there's no color involved. Mm-hmm. So you don't irritate the client's skin. Mm-hmm. And for the manicure, we use the sugar scrub, which is just sugar and oil. The reason why we use sugar instead of salt is because the sugar is more fine. So then the skin on your hands will be less, it will be more sensitive. Mm-hmm. So then you don't have the irritation from it. How many technicians work here in total, do you know? I believe up to now it's about 22. Okay. And at, but at any given time, there aren't that many but, people. Um, so we open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., which is 12 hours a day. So we have technicians who do shift. So I'm a morning shift. Mm-hmm. And we get to pick our own hours. So you, you get the hour, whatever that fits on your life schedules. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, nobody works the whole day from 9 to 9. Yeah. So my shifts, I come in at 9 and I'll leave at 3. Let's talk about that a little. What What is your typical day like? You say you get here around 9. What's the first thing you do when you arrive? Okay, so I'm a morning shift. I come and open. So I come in. First thing is to get everything ready. Uh, we turn on all the tools, all the machines, all the sanitize, all the sterilization. We put the tools in the autoclave. Uh, we turn on the... Is that autoclave, is that for cleaning them? The autoclave is like a high-pressure cooker thing over there okay. that we cook the tools. Like, uh, <laughs> like, leave it simple. Like that. You put the tools in there with a really high-pressure temperature, so then it will very sanitize. They, I believe they also use that in the dental and um, hospital, too. Mm-hmm. And we also have the Otronics, which is like... Um, sterilization solution where mm-hmm. we put the tools in there after we use we also have a timer where we time exactly how long we're supposed to have it in there mm-hmm. so that's the first thing is getting everything turned on getting everything set up yeah uh, what's next you're wearing a uniform right now is it something that you you keep here or do you bring that in with you Okay, so, um, yeah, the nail saloons have all the technician with the uniform. We have this gray shrubs, which is looks really nice and clean. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody wears the same, and we come in, we change to our uniform, and we start our morning task. When do clients start arriving? So we start, opens at 9, and clients can come at 9. Okay. Yeah. You have your own schedule, like, because uh, at this kind of job, the schedule is pretty flexible and it really depends on the salons too so like just because I have kids uh, 
for example, I can't work in like a company or something that you have to show up on time. You have to be there. Um, if not, then you get fired. You know, but in this industry, it's a bit more flexible. Let's say um, I can check on my booker. I don't have a client today, and I have to run some errands. I have to take my kids to the hospital, or I, I'm stuck in traffic, or I'm stuck at somewhere. Then I can also call in and say, "Hey, I'm gonna be late one or two hours," and which is okay. And it's very um, easy. Versus if you work in like an office or a company where you have to be there. If you don't have a client, and you're just sort of sitting here in the store during your shift. Do you just take walk-ins a lot of the time? Oh yeah, we take walk-ins, but just because um, the salons take longer time on um, the service, so we kind of turn away with a lot of walk-ins because you know it gets busy, especially in the weekends. And when we don't have clients, a technician will prepare for the side jobs. Like there's a lot of side jobs we have to do here, like refilling things, cleaning things, making sure things are full and fill, clean, so we can get ready for the whole week. What's the hardest thing to do? What's the most difficult service? To provide the various things that that you have to do as part of your job, the hardest thing for me to do is to satisfy the clients because you never know what they want. And you, some clients, they'll be like, "Oh, I like this, I love this, and everything," but the next day they come back, "I don't like this." So there's there's a lot of women who's very undecisive in this world. You can never satisfy everybody, but I always try my best. But you you know you just never know. If they're gonna like it or not. Do you work with like ingrown toenails and stuff ever? Do you ever have to? Oh yeah, we have a lot of ingrown toenails, and I'm pretty really good at dealing with the ingrown toenails. And I love that because I don't know one gross thing is about me. I like popping pimples. I like mm, tweezing hair, and I like taking off uh, ingrown toenails. Does that hurt the the client when you're taking it out? Um, it depends on the client. Some clients is very uh, tough, where they be like, "Oh, just do it. Don't worry," and they just gonna suck it up and get it done because they know that after we take it out, they feel ten times better. But there's some client who's very sensitive. They will move. They will, you know, yell and screaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they be like, "Oh, that hurts and everything," and it it it's challenge you because. You don't want to hurt them, and then, and, and you want to make sure that they're comfortable, mm-hmm. but and then you want to make sure that the ingrown is out too. Mm-hmm. So, it takes time. You have to talk them into it, and then you know it's just like talking to a baby, like it, like it's okay, you know, and all that. Does the store set the fee structure for services? Is everything sort of standardized here? Yeah, everything is is in the standard fees. Um, and are those fees generally standard across the industry? I mean, you've worked at a, a variety of places, or do they vary from from salon to salon? No, so it varies salon to salon. Each salon set their own price. And um, comparing, Nail Salon has pretty uh, pretty high price comparing to other salons. So now in DC, there are salons around northeast, southeast, southwest. Pedicures and manicures can be about 20 to 25 dollars which is pretty cheap but here at nail saloon pedicures and manicures is 80 dollars which is a big difference but you know you pay for what you get 
the time is different. We take like an hour, 45 minutes for pedicures and manicures, and all the tools, all the sterilization, all the stuff is is different. It's hard because a lot of people doesn't like to pay a huge money to get their nails done. So they will go to uh, cheaper salons, you know, $21 for pedics and manis. And then the next thing is they get bleeding, they will get infections, they will get all kinds of things putting into them where they don't know. Like I said, you, you pay for what you get. If you go to a salon that will charge you less, of course, you know, you don't... You, and, but then all the technician will be less skills. So then they will cut you. Tools is not sterilized. It will brings you infection, bacteria. Um, when you're doing really elaborate nail art on someone, do you mm-hmm. charge more for that, or is it just included in the uh, the basic fee package? Oh yeah, we we charge extra. So there's different types of nail art. We we call like one French, mm-hmm. which is like a, a white tips that's um, eight dollar extra, and um, for nail art, it's it's not really a fixed. Price because it depends on how complicated and how much time we put into the work. Let's say if somebody shows up with a very simple design where I can finish it up in like two minutes, then I won't charge them full price. So the price is set by technician by me. So you negotiate that with them? Do they ever try to haggle with you? Uh, not with the client around this area, but other areas they will. They can, you know, they will bargain the price and stuff, but. Here, I mean, I set up the fixed number, and I just tell the manager in the front, like, say, hey, her um, her designs is pretty complicated, so let's charge each nails. Or sometimes I'll be like, oh, it's very easy, so don't charge it that much. Do people tip on top of uh, that basic fee? Yeah. So we have a lot of clients who um, tip, I mean, basically 20% mm-hmm. um, on the credit cards or yep. when they... Like Check going to a restaurant. Yeah, it's the same. So. How much of your income comes from tips? Um, so uh, the tips, uh, it, it depends on how much I work. So it's, I don't have a set price for it. So let's say this week I decide to work three days. Of course, my income is going to be decreasing, so is my tip. But if it's this week, I decide to work like 40 hours or six days or more than that, then you know my income will rise. And are you paid uh, like an hourly rate or are you just paid by the job? Uh, so we got paid by commission okay. plus the tip. So it's a cut of uh, the time you spend with yeah. the customer. What's the most important thing you have to have uh, to do your job every day? Gloves. Without gloves, I don't think I, I don't want to do anything. It's just <laughs> I get used to it. Um, I think it's for our both the technician and the clients. Some clients don't feel comfortable when you're touching them with your bare hands. Mm-hmm. And um, it's for the technician too. Sometimes we don't feel comfortable touching the clients with your bare hands because you never know people comes from. And it just makes it more comfortable, make it easier, less mess, less um, thing when you have the gloves. So mm-hmm. a gloves is, all, is always with me. Are they just regular latex gloves? Yeah, it's just regular latex gloves. And that's how all the clients keep asking me, like, oh, how do you keep your polish on your nails and stuff? Because I was like, I'm wearing gloves every day. I wear gloves on everything. So they protect your nails. But your nails are so long. Do they ever tear through the gloves? Uh, Not really. Do your nails make it, uh, as long as they are, do they ever make it harder to to do this kind of fine, detailed work? 
Um, to other people, maybe when they haven't get used to what they're doing, because having a hard, a long nails can be challenge on what you do. But I think since I'm doing this every day and I get so used to it, so it doesn't really bothers me. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Yes, thank you so much, and it's my pleasure to meet with and talk with you guys. It was our pleasure thank too. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of Working. I'm Jacob Brogan, and I bite my nails during horror movies. We would love to hear your thoughts about the podcast. Our email address is working at slate.com, and you can listen to past episodes at slate.com slash working. There are a lot of them to go through. Working is produced and edited by Mickey Capper, who is going to get some spooky nail art of his own this Halloween. You can check out Vivian Cam's nail art designs on Instagram at Vivian Nail Art. The spelling is a little complex. It's V-I-I-V-I-I-A-N-N-A-I-L-A-R-T. And that spelling is also in the podcast description and on our page for the show at slate.com slash working. Our executive producer is Steve Lichtai, and the chief content officer of the Panoply Network is Andy Bowers. 